I posted on Instagram and I said it was a reel. And I, I posted a picture of me cutting hair and it says reminder. There's no shame in having a clientele of real, regular people. And then a couple seconds go by, and then it says your business your business doesn't need to be filled with models to make you happy or successful. So we're gonna dive into that today because the comments went off. You guys were like, whoa. Okay, this needs to be discussed further. So that's what we're doing today. What's up and welcome to the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, your host, beauty business coach, salon owner of 15 plus years and a stylist too. Each week I will bring guests, topics, and conversations you can relate to. We all need biz solutions fast and for them to work. I'm an open book and aim to share all of my answers with you. No matter what stage you are in in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. 66 comments later, and they're still happening. And so I'm recording this. I'm jumping in line of my normally scheduled podcast episodes. And we're just going to talk about this because so many of you DM'd me. The comments are wild. And it clearly resonated, right? It struck a chord because you're, th- this is a reminder that I don't think – look, okay, the internet is what it is. It shouldn't define us. But it does. And we are often led to make decisions or, or led to think that one reality is for us versus another based on what we see. And unfortunately, I don't know how to fix that. Like the internet is a huge beast that I have no control over. And so what I can do in my little tiny corner of the internet, which is here on the podcast, inside of my programs, inside of like any of my coaching, postings, blogging, whatever it is, these are things we can talk about because we need these reminders that business is is what it is. And it also existed well before you had a curated view of what business was supposed to look like. And before we dive into all of this, I just want to say, like, I understand the my role in that curation. I understand that I'm here as a beauty business coach as a low level influencer, right? Like anyone who is a leader is an influencer. So I'm going to call myself that even though like, I don't think I'm an influencer. Um, but <laughs> like the, I understand I have a role in this, but the, the conversation that we're going to have and the role that I feel like I take in this is one of awareness and that it's my job to continue to check what I'm putting out there, take responsibility of what I'm coaching to, and also recognize that I have a target customer and I'm speaking to her. And so like, obviously your podcast people, you're here with me, you're going to get that from me. But on the internet, it was kind of hard because like people that don't know me saw the post and they're like, well, isn't that what we all want? And I'm like, It might be what you want, but like I'm speaking to my people and this is what I think. And and of course, like you cannot follow me or not listen to my podcast if you don't agree with me. But the the point is that we all have a target customer and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I have a role as a leader in our industry, right, to to say these things when it keeps coming up over and over again. And yes, I have a pretty white salon that is on trend in terms of what it physically looks like. 
And yes, we do beautiful hair, sometimes on young people and sometimes on old people and sometimes on all the people in between, no matter what they look like, ages, races. Oh, I'm about to start my 90s hip hop. I'm not doing that. But literally, my salon is incredibly varied. But we focus on showing the hair. And that is sometimes looks curated. And that's okay, in my opinion, because we're curating to our target customer. The thing and the pressure that I'm referring to in this post and in this conversation is that whatever you post, if you don't have clients that look like that or that that exemplify whatever the trend might be, that you're not successful. That's the insinuation, right? And so I'm saying as a reminder, no, that's not in fact the case at all. And the reminder is that if you have a clientele of regular real people that fulfill you, fill your books, make you happy, allow you to do your craft, that's what makes you successful, right? And success, of course, is based on your personal definition. But you don't have to have a business that looks like anybody else's to be successful. The reminder is to define your own level of success, to do, to have your own definition of success for your business. And it's really not about what it looks like, in my opinion. It's about what it feels like. It's about the impact you have. And it's so much more than that. This year, I am really craving connection. I want to go deeper with you to truly get you the results, and I want it to be even easier for you to do it. So each month this year, I'm hosting a brand spanking new workshop that supports salon business right now in 2023. We have various landscapes that we are seeing this year, and I want to address all of the things that are too many things to address in one masterclass. So we are doing this the way that I like to learn and the way that I like to teach because I think it's the most impactful. So this will be live micro mastery format. So we're going deep on one subject with how to, we have action items, implementation, just the way to actually get it done and get you the results in the most simplified and effective manner. All stuff that I do in my salon behind the chair as a stylist, I share all of this with my assistants. This is how I live as a salon owner and a salon business owner. So that's what we're going to do this year. I'm so excited to be rolling out these masterclasses every month. The energy, the vibe is like, it's where it's at for me. I feel so confident that this is what we need as an industry. We don't need these large mega things anymore that are too distracting that you never get through. You need to show up. You need to get it done. You need to have support and then go implement in your business and then live your life. Like that's what it's all about. When it comes down to one thing that I want in my business, I want business and life to just feel good. And the way that we do that is by checking things off our to-do list, putting systems in place in our business and by getting results. So go to the link in the show notes here or check out my Instagram. Every month I will be sharing the topic and what we're diving into for that month. 
In terms of social media as a whole, and I know that this is a conversation you probably have already had with yourself, like social media is fantastic and then it's also horrible. Like we love it, we spend time on it, but sometimes you get sucked in the scroll hole and then you end up over here and all of a sudden you're comparing and you're doing all of this stuff that you don't want to be doing. Like there is that element of it. It's not good for relationships. It's not, you know, like there needs to be boundaries with social media. And part of me bringing this conversation to the podcast is to remind you of that as well. That that Instagram, social media, Pinterest, I don't care, TikTok, all of the platforms, whatever is coming next, whatever has come before, all of them serve as a tool, but they are not the only thing that dictates your business. And I hope, I really, truly, sincerely hope they're not the only thing that dictates your life and your happiness and your definition of success. And that is the ultimate conversation here. I think that this pressure comes from what we see, right? And and it's like, oh my gosh, she's doing that. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I can I tell you that I just saw that this is real life scenario. I was following um someone that owns a wonderful, fantastic salon and I and I've worked with her. I helped her establish her salon in the beginning. She was a private coaching client and I was supporting her page as I was looking at it. And I saw their pricing and I started to think, gosh, I don't charge that much. Like, like I started to have like creepy negative self-talk about my pricing and my salon's pricing. And like, if the service I give is as good as the service that they give, I literally, like, this is what happened to me, salon owner of 17 years, like, really pretty, like I'm not lacking in confidence when it comes to my skill set, my craft, none of that. I feel good about everything in my business. And I I was like, what the hell is actually happening here? Like, okay, hold the phone, hit the brakes, Lexi, like this is the internet. And that's the stuff that we need to be really cognizant of when it comes to working on your business. Like, yeah, you need to be cognizant about it in terms of your life and your relationships and things. Josh and I have just dedicated the scrolling chair in our house. Like if you need to scroll because that's like what you we, we allow that. <laughs> like sometimes it's OK. But if you're just scrolling because it's a habit, like we're trying to break that so that we're more present with each other and present with the baby and really no phones with the baby and things like that. It's really hard to do. Like whatever. If, if you've figured it out, let me know how. And if you're like, that's ridiculous, then fine. Uh, anyways, we picked the most uncomfortable chair in our house and that's where you can scroll. And so like nobody wants to do that or you have to scroll standing up. How about that? That's really crappy. So like we're trying to set those boundaries in our life for our relationship and for our family and for our mental well-being. But when it comes to your business, you're going to use it and and you're going to use it as a tool. And I want you to do that. But I also want you to like when that happens and you see someone else doing something or you see someone else doing something that you would like to do or you would see something that you don't feel like you're up to that level, stop. Say, okay, what am I doing? what is happening in my brain. Come back to something and say, that's not true. Or say, I'm I'm using this as inspiration. I'm going to get better, right? If you're seeing someone that did a beautiful blowout or a beautiful highlight or balayage or something, and you're like, wow, they're really like better at that. Pl- their placement was better than the placement I did last time. Then like, okay, then learn that placement, right? Take action and say, I'm going to do better. Like if you're using it as inspiration, if you're using it as a jumping off point to say, if they did that, then I can do it too. That's fantastic. As long as it sits with your definition of success. 
and it feels good in the process. If it's not, if it doesn't honor your priorities, it's a no for me, right? In business and life, frankly, for me personally, everything is a yes or a no. That's it. We don't have to overcomplicate stuff. So when you're scrolling along and you're following somebody and it's making you feel like crap over and over and over again, that's a no. Unfollow. You don't need to follow them, right? And and if you feel like, you know, somebody is always telling you, you have to do more, you have to do more, you have to do more, and that doesn't align with you, then you don't have to follow them either. Like you don't have to consume their content. Remember, you have a choice in this. And I know that so many influencers create hype and beautiful campaigns, and that is what they are getting paid for. Remember that as well, that they have these perfect models and it looks like their clientele are all smoke shows and like six foot tall and weigh 20 pounds or whatever. But also, can we talk about like, is that the definition of beauty anymore? I don't know. I'm going to leave that up to you and Dove and whoever else is tackling that. But like, just remember that there's so many other things going on that like, you just have to look at what, what is like, why are they posting that? And if they're, if you're trying to do the same thing that they're doing, then fine. Like you might want to rip a page from their book, but if you can look at that and go, okay, they're a leader in our industry, but in a different way, like they're not doing what I'm actually doing in the salon with real humans, then maybe maybe that's something that we can shift. And I also think that there's real power in showing more of you on your page, showing more of your community, showing more of your uncurated, perfect clients, right? Like perfect to you, perfect because they are humans, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't have to be this whole model thing. Um, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I, I personally have decided this has been on my heart for a while and I plan most of my content out ahead of time. So when I'm posting, I didn't make it usually that day. Sometimes something will fire up and that's why I'm like, I'm popping this podcast in outside of what I had planned so that it's closer to when I posted that post. I didn't know we were going to have this, this kind of mini viral thing go on, but I, I really think that we have to look at what it is that we want, right? And and make sure that our content is showing that. But so something that I want as a stylist behind the chair and as a salon owner is for my clients to feel freaking so comfortable in our salon. I want them to feel like they are an ooh-la-la beauty through and through. And I've worked really hard over the last 17 years to do that. But I decided this year when I take my clients after photos, this has been really fun. I am taking a selfie with them. Like, yeah, we take the beautiful hair photo and all of that, but I am taking a selfie with every single one of my clients because guess what? That is what matters to me. That relationship is the thing that ultimately fuels my business. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking a selfie with each of my clients and I encourage you to do the same thing. I don't care if you post them or you don't, but I think that if community is a part of your core values and, and if your business clarity statement has something to do with relationships and community building and, and trust and all of those things that we have with our clients, I encourage you to do that. Everybody feels funny and they don't really want to do it with me, but like some are okay and they're all going to get it. I'm going to have a photo of each of my clients because I want that record for me, not for social media. Yeah, probably will share it and I'm going to share this idea on social as well, but it's, it's important to me that I do that so that I show what I actually do. So yes, we have model, curated model looking clients. Sure, of course we do for our target customer, but we also have regular people. We have wonderful regular people that we're showing their hair. We're showing their face. And also you don't have to show their face because maybe you're just showing off hair. But sometimes it's really cool to show the whole person. 
you know, it just, it's, it's up to you what you want to show. But at the end of the day, I encourage you to make sure that it feels good when you do it and that it's all intentional for your business. And that's the biggest underlying issue with this whole conversation is that the 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 reason that we feel pressure of social and I, I actually got a DM from somebody that said, thank you so much for saying this because I feel so much pressure as an older stylist with older clientele that this effed with my head and it really made me question if I should even be a stylist. And that right there just like it It made me really pause. I felt horrible reading that. And I know that she probably felt horrible when it was happening. And and I'm so glad that she realized like that's garbage because as we age, our clients will age as well. Hello. Like, um, you know, if you're a young, hot thing and you're in your 20s, that's amazing. But if you want to have longevity in this industry, and I was a young, hot thing in my 20s when I started building my clientele and had a booming business. And I still do. It just looks very different today. But it, the 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 thing is, is that you're going to age with your clients, like, or you're going to age and your clients are going to be young and then you're not going to be, uh, like, you're not going to be a match for each other at, at some point, right? So you want to age and evolve with your clients as well. And don't forget that. So so as we, if you're trying to have this curated, perf- perfect, perfect perfection thing, what's the point of that? Like, are, and is that what you want long-term? Like, just check in with your goals. And if that is what you want, like, there is nothing that says you can't be 105 years old and doing hot young thing hair, because I see it all the time. You just have to make sure that you're relevant to that target customer, if that's your target customer. But most of us, I really think, want to do regular people hair. We want to do services that we love with people that we enjoy spending our time with. I mean, everybody that walks through the salon door is beautiful. And I think that this is, you know, me on my soapbox a little bit. And we just want them to feel that. And that's what our job is. And so that when they walk out of the salon, they feel like they have that if factor. They feel like they have just had the best experience, beauty service of their life. And we want that every single time. We want to give them that pep in their step. And we don't want our interaction, our relationship with social media to affect that. I got a DM from a makeup artist who I went to, I think maybe junior high and high school. I know for sure high school with, and she said, I'm going to read it to you. Honestly, I stopped going to my last hairdresser because she was so into the image she was portraying online and let her assistants do all the work. I felt very disconnected from her and couldn't figure out why I was spending so much money for her assistants to do my hair while she was busy making TikTok videos about how successful she was. Upside down, smiley face. There's a lot to unpack here. I feel like I could do an episode on like three various parts there. But ultimately, like if if you are trying to build a business and take care of your business and clients, social media is a tool. It's not something that should be the whole thing. And I struggle with this personally in my salon too, because like we will make reels and we have a lot of fun, but like you don't want to take away from the client experience. And so some clients are into it, some clients are not. So what is the the perfect system there? I don't know for you. For us, we've kind of walked through different ways of handling it and making sure that the client feels still that it's about them as as we are creating content. And a lot of that comes from content being created outside of client days. You know, like we have a content day and and really prep for that outside of interfering with the client experience because that's what's so important. But I just I thought that was such a bummer when I saw that message. But also I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like 
that's that's exactly what happens. We've all been there. And I, I'm sure I have done that to clients. I'm sure of it um, in the past. I'm not doing it anymore. Some more comments on here were like, needed to be reminded of this today. Not everything needs to be perfectly staged or have an aesthetic color scheme. And it's like, absolutely, it doesn't. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, period. Like even in your life, like you don't have to have a perfect whatever that you are pinning on Pinterest to feel good. Like this is th- this is the overall reminder that I just really want you to hear me is that it doesn't really matter what it looks like. It matters what it feels like. Am I just like your grandma right here with chicken soup for the soul today? I don't know. It feels right to me to tell you. And so that is the conversation. That'll be my next project. Chicken soup for the hairdresser's soul. I also want to share another comment. And this one was one that got like a lot of replies. And it says, I don't understand it, question mark. Isn't that what we want? This is the dream to me and my skin clinic. And and so, to be fair, yeah, like it totally can be your dream. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you it's not the dream. The reminder is that it just needs to be your dream that you're going after and working towards. And so this is exactly the conversation that I want you to have with yourself, with your team, with your assistants, with your business partners, whoever you work with, with your co-stylists in the salon about just like reminding yourself that you are doing a great job, that you are successful, that you are doing what works for you and for your clients to, to get growth, to Maybe you're not looking for growth. Maybe you're looking for sustainability. Maybe you're looking for an exit strategy. Remember, all of those things are going to be met by things you're doing offline. Yes, of course, you're going to use social media to do those. But the interactions, the transactions, the things that we do in the salon do not happen on the internet. They happen first and foremost in our chairs, in our hearts with their clients and the relationships and and the communication that goes back and forth with all of the sharing and with the transformations we have in the salon. So just remember, Instagram is a tool for you. Instagram is a tool that is so incredibly powerful. The internet is just freaking finding, like it's, it's insane. It changes the finances of so many people, but, but, and I think we see that as a golden carrot and we're like, woo, all right, let's go. Except that for us, we already have our golden carrot. And it's in the salon. You just need to dig that well deeper and also utilize what you can online to grow your businesses. So I'm not I'm not diving into all of that right here. That's something you want me to talk about, about growing money online as a hairdresser. We can totally talk about that. But for most of us, our bread and butter happens in our chairs. And that is where the transaction and the finance and the financial future shaping happens. So don't forget that. Like if you're stressed about, oh my gosh, I didn't post today. Like, well, so what? Like, did you do the great hair today? Like these things are the things that matter. And if you're trying to grow your business in real life and using Instagram, then yeah, you probably need to worry about if you posted today. And and there's frameworks that I have shared many episodes, of course, in SQ, we go deep in all of this. Like if you need help with that, DM me and I'll direct you to the right episode. But this is about you taking ownership of your business online, but more importantly, offline and not playing the comparison game. And the biggest reminder of all is that real women, real people are the heart of the salon. And that is our superpower. 
I hope you have a fantastic, wonderful week, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I love creating them each week and connecting with you after you listen on Instagram. I really love it when you tag me and share the episode to your stories. It's twofold. It lets me know that you're podcast people so then I can go and do a little friendly stalk and and drop a love bomb over on your page. And also it shares the show to your followers and your friends and fellow hairdressers, which I totally appreciate because this is a free show and it's difficult to grow the podcast without your help. So thank you much for that. I'll see you on stories and right back here next week.